so hey guys um long time no see i know i haven't uploaded a podcast episode in quite a while apart from the one last week but that was pre-recorded anyways long story i explained it a little bit at the start of last episode um which if you haven't already listened to go and listen to that one um after you finish listening to this one anyways Welcome back to That Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Annie, or you may also know me as Hey, It's Annie from my YouTube channel or other social medias, um, which are all linked down below as usual. So today's episode, as you can see from the title, is the books I read in February and March 2022, because I pre-recorded an episode like months ago and didn't have a chance to upload it. Didn't have a chance to upload it, um, which was my January reading wrap up. So I uploaded that last week and now i'm doing my february and march reading wrap up so i've got quite a few books to talk about because i i think so far this year i've read something like 20 odd books maybe so i included some of them in my january and then the rest of the ones that i didn't include last time i'll include in the ones that i read in february and march of course um so yeah it's been so hectic since last time i spoke to you but oh guys i have to tell you about this Basically, so I went on my DV practice expedition, I think it was last weekend, but when you're listening to this, it would have been two weeks ago. Um, and, oh, my phone just went off. Put that on me, sorry. Um, I went on my DV practice, practice expedition last weekend and my friend, Abby, she uploaded a YouTube video, like vlog, because we were vlogging it. And um, it's so funny. It's actually, I was laughing so much, especially because I was there. And um, I did talk a little bit on that video about interviewing Abby for the podcast. I was thinking that'd be such a good, cause she kind of makes similar content. She does like vlogs, wellness, productivity, food videos, all of that kind of stuff, which kind of does is similar to the content I make. So I think that would be so fun. And because obviously like we're really good friends and stuff, I thought um, I can get her over to my house and we can record an episode together. I think that would be so fun. And it will kind of, I can kind of learn how to do like interview style episodes as well. And I can, if the one with Abby goes well, which I'm sure it will, but I can try and do other ones online with other influencers that I really look up to. And I feel, feel like you guys can benefit from some of their insight and some of their content. And I feel like that'd be so fun. And I can talk to some people that I find their content super fascinating. Like some of my favorite influencers right now, I love Caitlin Nolan. I listen to her podcast every week. I've listened to every episode. Her not so, I think it's called Not So Typical with Caitlin Nolan. I actually love it so much. And I feel like it'd be so fun to interview her. Um, I also love the Wellness Cafe podcast um, with Trinity Tondelier. And I feel like she'd be really fun to interview. Obviously I love Alana Bloomberg, um, Morning Ray. I love that podcast. I love her and I have a content. I have so many ideas of who I've heard interview and I feel like that'd be so so fun and let me know if you guys would like to see that because I feel like that content will be really fun to upload and it'll be really interesting for you and for me um yeah so and obviously let me know what content you guys like to see from me I'm thinking of just currently just kind of sticking to the podcast just doing weekly podcast episodes because I feel like I really really enjoy recording these episodes because it's so chill it's just sitting down putting my headphones my mic just talking to you guys I find it so fun and I kind of like it when I don't have to plan and I just kind of sit down choose a topic talk about it you know like I feel like sometimes when they're super structured and planned out you can tell and it's not like very easy flowing 
And um, let me know if you guys like to see super hyper edited podcast episodes because the ones like recently I've just been uploading them raw. Like as I've recorded them, I haven't cut any bits out. Just like, just added background music, upload. Like that's kind of what I'm liking at the moment. So let me know, obviously, what you guys like to see. You can do me on Instagram um, at Hey It's Annie or at That One Is Podcast. Any of my Instagram, I don't really mind. I'm not really using them at the moment, but I will see the notifications come in. Um, so I might not reply immediately, but I will reply eventually. Um, yeah, there's not really anything else I'd like to say apart from if you are enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And I think there is a new review or like you can leave a rating on Spotify as well. I think that's new. Um, so be sure to do that. Leave me a review, rate, um, and just subscribe to the podcast for more fun episodes like this. Um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in the actual episode. So hey guys, now I'm going to start by talking about the books I read in February. So I, I ended off last episode by talking about Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. I finished this on the 31st. Absolutely adored that book. But now a book I started on the 30th of January, finished on the 10th of February. This is an audiobook, nonfiction. This was Don't Touch My Hair by Emma Dabari. Dabiri? I don't know how you say her name, but yeah, this book was about like um, race and her hair and well, like using... Um, the kind of metaphor but also like example and um yeah example of her hair to describe her racial struggles through her life as a young woman in London and I found this so empowering um and it was just so interesting to see what like what people are feeling and you don't what you don't see when some people say comments or even that's not intentionally meant in a mean way like you it's so it's so enlightening to see like um, the author talking about this so openly and I really really appreciate this book I gave it 3.75 stars I really really enjoyed it and I would highly recommend the audiobook was really good as well and yeah moving on to a book I started on the 31st finished on the 9th of February um, this was um, The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes I really really enjoyed this book it was like a YA mystery fiction kind of vibe um, I gave it four stars. I thought it was really good. I said it was a fascinating young adult mystery and I thought the concept was really cool and interesting and it was a really gripping book. What I really, really loved about it was the short chapters. If a book has so long chapters or really like boring, long, yeah, long chapters, I don't really tend to enjoy it or like finish it like quickly and I won't be gripped. Um, well, I mean, that's a really generalized generalization, but I feel like when a book has short chapters, I tend to want to keep reading. And I find it really gripping and so easy to read. So I really, really enjoyed that about this book. And I know that's a really huge selling point. If it has short chapters, I will just buy the book. Um, I really loved all of that all of the characters had such different and individual back backstories, which were developed, but not like completely overdeveloped. So there's still like a sense of mystery. And I really, really enjoyed that. And all of the characters had different backstories and there were quite a few different ones. So it was like a lot going on, but I found it was balanced so well with the plot line and all of the other aspects going on in the book um 
I felt I didn't really predict what was going to happen, which I really enjoyed because sometimes you can predict what's going to happen and it's just really boring. So it kind of just did keep me guessing. Um, one thing, I did expect a bit more romance. The romance was kind of like not as prominent in the book as I expected, but I didn't really mind that because there were other aspects that I did enjoy. Um, I didn't really ship um, the main guy, I think her name was Avery, with either of the guys. I mean, I did like them, but I wasn't like completely attached to, well, I did, re I did really like them, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I didn't strongly, strongly ship her to one of them as like most people do, but I did really enjoy it. And I do like the character and they'd really like to see more. Recently, I did buy the second book, which is the Hawthorne Legacy. And I'm really excited to read that. So I did buy the sequel, which shows that I did really enjoy it in the end. Um, yeah. So I would definitely recommend if you're looking for a cute little YA mystery. Um, yeah, I said, as I said, it was a four sorry. Next, I read a cute little rom-com. Um, contemporary romance fiction all that stuff the love hypothesis by ali hazelwood this was such an anticipated read for me i had a, such high expectations and it did really match up um i gave it four and a half stars just because well i'll go into that in a sec but um yeah some of the tropes it had fake dating grumpy sunshine one bed trope it was so so cute i really enjoyed it and also kind of enemies to lovers but not like that much enemies to lovers but it was really cute um, yeah, I really loved, I loved Adam Carlson so much. He was one of my favorite um, main guy characters. I loved him so much. And I really loved the character building and how we get to develop, especially Adam, not so much Olive, but I really loved the character building. And I really loved the setting of it. I loved like the PhD um, and like the STEM, like I really, really enjoyed that kind of setting. I don't know. Um, I had one criticism about this book was that the main female character, she got slightly annoying. Like she was always asking Adam to buy her these like triple frappuccinos. He was buying them for her. And like, she was kind of getting really irritating. I don't know. Like I really wanted her to be like this really cool, like woman instead, you know, like icon. But she did get a bit, a bit irritating. I'm not gonna lie. But other than that, I really did like the story and four and a half stars, 10 out of 10 recommend. I would definitely, you guys need to read this now. I really enjoyed it and I was so addicted to it. I was reading it while I was away skiing. And I literally, while I was skiing, and I, just, I was like, I wanna be home to read my book. It was really good. Um, yeah, anyways, next, well, kind of the same time I was reading this book, I read Heroes by Stephen Fry. I listened to this on an audiobook because um, if you guys listen to some, other, some of my other episodes about books, I have read this before. I read it, I think I read this back in 2020 at the start of lockdown. Um, but I just reread it on an audiobook because I was like, why not? Need a little refresher of my mythology. I don't know. So yeah, it was it was actually really long. It was like a 15 hour audiobook and almost 500 pages. So it's pretty long. I gave it four stars. Really enjoyed. I love such a good mythology retelling. One of the best out there. I find it so good that it's not just like one story because some books just focus on one story and that's perfectly fine. But this one pretty much covers everything. Well, like the whole series, I mean but it covers like a lot and you don't just get one aspect, you learn so, so much. And I really enjoyed that about the book. And it's just really good. Like you don't have to know anything before going into this book. And I really love the writing style. It does keep you um, engaged. And I love the audiobook as well, cause it's read by the author, which does really make a difference because it shows that it kind of know, like you can get the message across if the audiobook is spoken by the author, if that makes sense. I don't know, that's just how I feel. Yeah, next, um, 
this is kind of going into March. I read Love and Color by Bolu Babalola. I don't know how you say that name, but Love and Color. It's a kind of like a short story romance mythology collection. If that's, I don't really know how to say it. I gave this like four and a half-ish stars. I really, really enjoyed it actually. Um, in my little review, I said it was a thrilling collection of short stories about mythology from all over the globe, carefully crafted into modern style romances. I was feeling pretty intellectual with my writing there. Um, anyway, I said, I feel like I wouldn't realize that most of these books are myth mythological. mythological. Is that a word? Myth mythological, it is now. I feel like I wouldn't realize that they are mythology stories because they're just so like, they're just like a cute romance short story collection, but with like the origin of these like cultural like phenomenons in mythology. I don't know if that's a really good way to describe it, but yeah. Um, it's just really well written. So you include characters like it's the first time you're meeting them. You don't have to have any background knowledge of any of the mythology in this book. Um, I really loved the favorite, my favorite one was about the one about Psyche and Eros just because I've read about it before. So I knew what was gonna happen. The other ones I had, I think the other ones I hadn't read any of them before, but that one I really enjoyed just because I knew the original story and it was so fun. And it was just so like in interesting to see this twisted into like a, it was like a modern office style romance. It was, I find it so, so cute friends to lovers I thought it was a really cute story that one especially but I really enjoyed the entire um short story collection there is what I really love about short story collections is that there is something for everyone like if you you might not like every single one but there's definitely is something in there for you and I really enjoyed that about it um next I read red white and royal blue I was so excited to read this I think I got this for Christmas um, I gave it four and a half stars. So, so cute. I love this book so much. Um, it's like a romance, LGBTQ, contemporary. You you guys know the drill. Um, it was such a cute romance story. I really loved the banter and chemistry between the two characters. And it was such an addictive story. And another thing about this book, short chapters. Oh my goodness, I love it so much. Basically, this is the story of um, the Prince of England and the first son of the USA. And I really enjoyed that because they there was kind of like an enemies to lovers. There was an enemies to lovers because they didn't like each other at the start. Then obviously it turned into like a romance story. I loved it so much. I really, really loved it. I loved one of my favorite things. You guys know, if you know me, the Hamilton reference in the Hamilton references in the in this book made me so, so happy. The way that they were compared to Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence made my day. I'm telling you guys. They sent these really cute emails to each other. Um, and they they had quotes at the end from Ham from like not from Hamilton but like um, from Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence. I enjoyed it so much. Like oh my goodness, it made me so happy. And I really enjoyed it because it had a good balance between like reality of like the royal family and the like first family in America. It had a really good balance between what's what was real and what was like the fictional side of it. And I really really enjoyed that and didn't really get like, too confused. And I really loved, I loved all of the characters so much. Like I really loved them. I loved June. I loved, obviously I, I loved Alex and Henry. I really loved all of the characters and I really loved, yeah, it, just, it was just, they were just so likable. I really felt connected to all of them by the end. Um, the plot was really interesting and it was really adorable. I did cry a couple of times, not for any reason. I'm just so attached to the characters. If anything minor happened to them, I was bawling. This was such a good book. Oh my goodness, don't even get me started. Okay, 
Next, I, ugh, another, this is a, this was a five star read, guys. Five stars. Okay, this was, book was Educated by Tara Westover. Guys, listen to me when I tell you, you need to run and read this book. I did listen to this on an audiobook and oh my goodness, it was so, so good that you guys don't understand. Oh, it's a memoir, obviously about Tara Westover's life and oh, so good. Guys, you don't even understand. I wasn't expect I was expecting to enjoy it because I'd heard really good reviews. My mum had read it and she said it was really good. Um, but I wasn't expecting to like it this much. It was just, it wasn't even a plot because obviously it's a memoir, so you can't really have like a plot, but it was just, her life was so, like there are some really traumatic events and then you see her like come out of them and she's, oh, I loved it so much guys. I'm so attached to her, to the, like the, the narrator, obviously Tara Westover. Just like everything she went through and like her life story, it's just so fascinating. Um, I'm gonna read you my review. I said, OMG, this is one of my favorite books of all time. I didn't have soaring expectations for this book, but I understand the hype now completely. It was such an addicting and fascinating story. I couldn't stop reading, well, listening, because it was an audiobook. Um, I don't know what it was, but I found it so emotional and touching. And the fact that it was a true story made it so, so much better to see that someone real had gone through all of this. Oh, guys read it now i'm not usually one to go through memoirs i've only read like not many i've read like becoming by michelle obama and then educated i think that's probably it yeah so i'm not i'm not one to pick up memoirs but this one was just so so good anyone and everyone needs to read this book it was so it was so emotional i literally had my headphones in i was just crying and no one understood because obviously you couldn't tell that i was reading but oh it was so good guys you need to read this okay Next, um, The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. This one was light and fluffy, a huge contrast to Educated. Um, this was a romance, obviously Christina Lauren, um, contemporary romance. I gave this three and a half stars just because I didn't feel hugely attached to the characters. But other than that, I thought it was a really cute and lighthearted romance. That's kind of what I expected. Um, it was basically the story um, so we had um, River Pena. I found a completely odd name. I didn't like his name whatsoever anyway. Um, so we had him and then we had, oh, what was the main character's name? I feel like it was June, but I don't think it was. Anyway, so they he was the creator of this like huge company, um, which were, well, they hadn't actually launched yet, but they were launching this company and it was matching your soulmate DNA, as you can kind of tell from the, title of the book and he got a match with this single mom and this is the main character i'm so sorry i can't remember her name i think it will come to me eventually this single mom she got matched with him they kind of saw each other in this coffee shop every morning they didn't know who each other were until they got matched and they they hated each other um and then it kind of goes from there i really did like the concept i really really did but i didn't get too attached to the characters i didn't really like the main guy character that much well i did i did really like him actually but not like that much like adam carlson level you know yeah um and i really did like her daughter i really did i thought she was really sweet and yeah i, I really did like this book and i would recommend i said three and a half stars oh jess her name is jess i yeah okay the main girl is called jess 
and River. So I thought it was such a cute read and a really unique romance concept. It wasn't just any other romance book. It was nothing too special though and the main characters were not absolutely amazing. I really, oh, Juno is her daughter. So I really love Jess and Juno, um, the mum and daughter. Um, River was kind of annoying, as I said. Um, it was a really good read and I thought it was a cute fluffy romance, what can I say? Okay guys, I will come back. I've got a few more books to tell you guys about after the little inter-segment thing. I need to go eat my dinner. Okay, bye guys. guys i'm back it's the next day last time i finished off talking about the soulmate equation by christina lauren so the book i read after that was a super super short book like less than 60 pages i read galatea by madeline miller this was her new release i think it released like a few days before i bought it i read it in like one night because it was obviously so short um and i gave this like 3.75 ish stars just because it was a short story um i couldn't really give it more than that because like i don't know i feel like if it's so short i can't really get too attached to it but obviously it was still really good and i would recommend it was a short story about um the mythological like retelling of galatea and i thought it found it really interesting i thought it was a really interesting story and i really would love to see it kind of more elaborated i guess um just because i found the story so fascinating um and obviously the writing was beautiful it's madeline miller i didn't know what else to expect her writing is absolutely beautiful if you don't know she wrote some of achilles and cersei which are two of my absolute favorite books so um she is an author i would definitely pick up any of her writing and um yeah definitely would recommend that as i said it was a really short greek mythological retelling and would definitely recommend next i did another reread um, well, I listened to this on audiobook because I read the physical, physical copy last year, I think it was. Um, this was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And if you guys don't know, I rave about this book every single episode almost. It's absolutely amazing. Um, this is in my top three favourite books. Like, I'd say it could be number one, but I can't decide between all my favourites, but it would be number one if I had to choose. Um, so that really says a lot because... Um, I'm, I don't know, I have to really like a book to really, really like it, you know? So this was five star without question. So as I said, I listened to an audiobook and the audiobook was really good because we had different voices for, because the point of view switches between Monique Grant and um, Evan Hugo. So it has different voices for that and I really do appreciate it. Um, similarly in the Daisy Jones and the Six audiobook, which is an absolute masterpiece. I read that book twice as well. I read it audiobook first and then I reread it in physical analysis and everything. But that weird book also has different voices for different characters just because the book is in an interview style format. And I really, really love both of these audiobooks just because they have different voices and I really do come to appreciate it. It really does bring the story to life. Um, but anyways, for Evelyn Hugo, this tells the story of Evelyn Hugo, of course, and her life story. And um, Monique Grant, with most of the book, well, it's from the point of view of Monique Grant. And she is this like journalist, she's not very famous but she gets this call one day and she and then well her company um gets this call and is like they're like we want Monique Grant to write a story on Evelyn Hugo she goes to meet Evelyn Hugo 
and Evelyn's like, I want you. I want you to write my autobiography. And we don't know why until obviously the end. Um, and it just, Evelyn Hugo goes through the story of obviously all of her seven husbands, but it's just so much more than that. And um, we find out who her true love was, what um, her deepest secrets are. She's just like, Evelyn Hugo is the most famous actress of that century. Like she is like absolutely phenomenal. And I really love the fact that we have really flawed and realistic characters and I really did appreciate that because you're so torn between really wanting to love Evelyn Hugo and feel for what she's gone through, but then also all the horrible things she's done. And I really, really love that balance in it. Um, Taylor Jenkins Reid does it so well. So obviously without question, this was a five star read. Oh, I was literally listening to this in public. I think I was on like a cute little walk, my hot girl walk, you know? Um, if you know, you know, from Trinity Tondelier, the wellness cafe, she also was about going on hot girl walks anyway. So I was on a little hot girl walk anyway. And um, I was listening to this and I was literally, my eyes are welling up and I was just like, don't cry, don't cry. But it just shows how good it was. Like it brings so many emotions. Um, and this book has such a special place in my heart. Like you guys don't understand. If you haven't read it, what are you doing? Please go and read this now. Um, anyways, moving on. Um, I read another really, really phenomenal book, um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I was really, really late to this trend. My mum read it like a couple of years ago, maybe. Um, and so she gave it to me and I had it in my shelf for ages and I didn't get around to reading it. But I finally read it because so many people were recommending it to me. And it was so, so good. I kind of, I don't know if this is just me, but I kind of, cause I read Educated, like if only like a few weeks before, like the week before. And I found them quite similar, like kind of the same energy. I don't know, obviously one of them is a memoir and one of them is fiction, but I kind of got the same energy and the same similar vibe. Obviously in Educated, there was no like murder mystery or anything, but it did give me the same energy with like the Marsh Girl and I don't know. Anyways, Where the Crowd Had Sing, it um, is about this girl who, well, she's known as the Marsh Girl and she's convicted of this murder. We don't obviously know if she's done it and it flicks between like the past where she's living on her own in the marsh as a child and then um like as she grows up we see that and then it also flicks between her being like convicted to a murder then finding em evidence all of that stuff and it's just so fascinating and at some point you don't know if you if you, you're torn between rooting for her and not rooting it's just so and it had a little bit of romance it had mystery and the writing is absolutely beautiful. You have such beautiful descriptions. I annotated the heck out of this book. So good. Like, oh my goodness. I gave it 4.75 stars um, just because it didn't give me that five star feeling. You have to have that feeling, but it was so, so close. So definitely would recommend. Please go and read this now. Um, the writing style was really poetic as well. I feel like it wasn't just like written beautifully. It was kind of like had poetic essence to it. And I really enjoyed that. And the storyline was so fascinating, even though it wasn't much of like a plot. I mean, there was, but like, it's more character based and I really loved the characters. I really loved Kaya. I really loved, I think his name was Tate. I really loved um, one of her brothers. I don't remember his name, but I really loved one of, I really loved him. Just like, I really felt so connected to all of the characters and it was such a creative story. Like not like nothing I've ever read before. Um, yeah, and it was really, one thing I loved, it was a really unpredictable ending, like it could go any way and I wouldn't know, I wouldn't be able to predict what happened and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, moving on, the next thing I read, well, yeah, okay, I've got one more book that I finished. 
So then on audiobook, I listened to The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. This book, I've, I've been wanting to read this for ages. Um, I think like last year we did like an extract on it in my English class and we just like annotated it and it was like the opening page or something and I found it so fascinating and I wanted to know what happened after that to all of like, um, I think it was about those girls in the gymnasium and it was like what used to be USA and I was just like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And um, yeah, so I gave this four stars just because I couldn't really, I feel like sometimes on audio like I can't really connect with it too much because sometimes I would get distracted and I wouldn't pick up everything that's happening. So I really, really do want to reread this in physical because I feel like I will enjoy the experience so much more. But yeah, I really did enjoy it and I would recommend it. Um, I found it really emotional sometimes as well. And I really loved the characters and the mystery aspect of it. I really wanted to just keep reading and know what happens. So I found it really gripping. Um, anyway, I think that was the last book I finished. Yeah, so I'm currently reading The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. I've almost finished. I've literally got like 20 odd pages left or something. So I will finish reading that. Um, yeah, so, and then I think I bought a few books yesterday. Um, I bought These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong and I'm really, really excited to read that because although I don't really read a lot of fantasy, like I bought Shadow and Bone like over a year ago now, I still haven't read it. It's been sitting on my shelf for ages. So I will hopefully get around to that, but I, I bought these Violent Delights because so many people in my class and online were telling me that it's so good and I need to read it, so I will get around to that. And I also bought Confess by Colleen Hoover and Verity by Colleen Hoover, and uh, maybe Someday by Colleen Hoover. So I've got three Colleen Hoover books I need to read and I'm really excited. I'm kind of nervous for Verity because I feel like it's gonna be really spooky and like, I don't know if that's my cup of tea, but I feel like I'm gonna try it out because I've heard such good things and um yeah oh also recently i bought the hawthorne legacy by um jennifer lynn Barnes, which is the second book in the inheritance game series i read the first one i think i mentioned it earlier in the episode um and i'm really excited to read the sequel because i did enjoy the first one and yeah that's kind of it for this episode currently on audiobook i'm listening to um harry potter harry potter in the chamber of secrets I don't know why, I just kind of was like, I need a little bit of Harry Potter right now, so it was available on my, basically I use this app for audiobooks, which is like a library, you put your library card number in and it can give you, you can just get books online, like a lot online library. So um, that was the one of the only ones on the series that was available, so I just started from the second one because I've read them before countless number of times, so I thought I'd just start from the second one because why not? So I'm listening to that on audiobook and I'll probably just like circulate around the Harry Potter series for a while like listen to it just depending on which books are available because um they're really popular so it's really difficult to get your hands on them like on the app that i use but yeah that is it and i'm really really excited for you guys to see loads of upcoming episodes i've got i've got really fun ones planned i'm thinking of doing a skincare routine just because right now i'm obsessed with skincare i bought this new serum and i'm loving it so much so i'm really excited to do a skincare episode so i think i'll record that one next and I'm also want to do an interview with my friend Abby. I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, I think I might have her around like sometime next week and we can record an episode together. I'm so excited. And um, yeah, that is it. I'll see you guys in the outro.
so that is it guys for today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it and if you did be sure to um rate and review they really really help out the podcast if you're enjoying it and um follow or subscribe depending on what you're listening on um for more um i've got hopefully i'll be uploading an episode a week for the foreseeable future and yeah i did rattle a little bit in that last segment but you know it is what it is like my podcast i can ramble if i like anyway yeah i'll see you guys next time and yeah bye